0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Wednesday, December 9th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 in AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program by calling the Miller Lite phone line 877 420 Talk. That's 877. 877- 420-8255-Miller Light. Holt true great taste. It's only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Uh, we've got a lot to get into, so let's just go ahead and jump into it now. First and foremost, if you haven't gotten the news just yet, Friday's Marshall game against Charlotte, that has been canceled. The reason given, injuries? and a lack of available Thundering Heard Scholarship student-athletes at key positions. And the shortage, according to the release, has been exacerbated by a small number of COVID-19 issues. Heard just doesn't have enough players to go. And this is the quote from Director of Athletics Mike Hamrick. Due to the developments this week, myself and our medical team felt that it was unsafe to put the team on the field for Friday evening. He said also, I'd like to thank Charlotte A.D. Mike Hill and the 49ers administration for their patience and understanding. I also want to thank the Conference USA office for its support and guidance as we work through this process. So the thundering herd not playing. And so what's the first question that's asked? And I got this today. You know, What's that do for the East Division? What's that do for the conference championship? Well, there is a rule now. This season, and I I asked for some clarification from Conference USA just to make sure I understood. And so here is how the rule reads Conference championship tiebreaker in the event of a game cancellation and determining the divisional champions and host. The following will apply If any team has not played an equal number of conference games, due to not being able to reschedule a postponed conference game, and any team is within one conference win from the team with the highest conference winning percentage and has an equal number of losses, those teams shall be declared tied. So there is potential that an FAU team with one loss And a one-loss Marshall team in the standings would be the final week of regular season play. And so, those teams are considered tied. You have to go head-to-head, the tiebreaker, and Marshall wins the game over FAU. And so, Marshall would win the East Division. And then if I understand correctly... None of this is official until everything's played and then we get the official release. But take this as it is right now. I'm going to go ahead and pen Marshall into the East Division Championship, and I'm going to pen Marshall into the Conference USA Championship. And with one loss, I would believe Marshall would have the advantage with the uh, winning percentage. That's where we stand right now. So Marshall just can't play. Can't play against Charlotte. It's not going to be safe. Can't perform on Friday without putting a lot of players at risk. And Marshall will end up in the conference championship game. If I'm FAU right now, I'm steaming. I'm steaming if I'm FAU. I'm mad. Because FAU... One loss, even though it was to Marshall. One loss. If Marshall would have played against Charlotte, and Charlotte won, of course, then that would have knocked Marshall out. So if I'm FAU right now, I'm steaming. I'm mad. Now, the next question, and I can't answer this one, will Marshall be able to play in the conference championship game? Will everything be cleared up? Will Marshall have some players back? Will Marshall be able to be on the field for the conference championship game? if awarded the East Division Championship by the conference officially after all the games have been played. That's a more fluid situation. I can't answer that. I would gather Marshall's got a better shot without playing Charlotte this week than playing Charlotte. They've got a better shot to be able to put a team out on the field. And again, all at this point fluid. You cannot at any point say you know other than this is the rule this is the conference championship rule again i'll read it to you one more time conference championship tiebreaker in the event of a game cancellation and determining the divisional champions and host the following will apply if any team or teams has not played an equal number of conference games and this is due to not being able to reschedule a postponed conference game and any team or teams is within one conference win from the team with the highest conference winning percentage and has an equal number of losses, those teams shall be declared tied. Therefore, if FAU and Marshall, one loss, going to be declared tied, Marshall will win the head-to-head tiebreaker. Marshall beats FAU. Marshall will be the East Division champion. That's where we're at right now. So, not a good day for the Thundering Heard football team. This is the second time. You want to play Charlotte, this is the second time. And you just don't have the players, according to Marshall. You don't have healthy players at key positions. You don't have healthy reserves. You've got players that are dealing with COVID-19. And this could be COVID-19. This could be COVID-19 contact tracing because the release said small number of COVID-19 issues. What's an issue? Is it a player has COVID-19? Is it a player has been exposed potentially to COVID-19? What is the ultimate situation here? And you're not going to find out. But you can say this. There are COVID-19 issues and there are student athletes that are not available. Injury, contact tracing with COVID-19 so many ways we can we can spend this, but that's where we're at right now. So no game. Check with the ticket office because if there's a game the following week, I would imagine that your ticket carries over. And I can't answer that one directly for you, so check with the ticket office, and of course, uh, they're pretty good on social media answering questions. You can you can go that route as well. So we got a lot to get into today. We've got basketball, of course, coming up. The Thundering Herd taking on the College of Charleston. Uh, this will be the second time these two programs have met. College of Charleston won the first meeting 76-66. to 66. That was last year, November 19th. And so Marshall... I'm sure remembers that well. We've got our pregame coming up at 6 o'clock where we're going to dive into College of Charleston, break it down a little bit more for you. Uh, We'll hear Dan D'Antoni's scout on Charleston. Also, we'll hear from Tavion Kenzie. We're going to hear as well from Jared West. And our pregame as well coming up at 6, we're going to hear from Tony Kemper, Marshall Women's head coach, the Thundering Herd taking on the Kentucky Wildcats tonight. 7 o'clock tip. If you are interested in that game, we are a Kentucky affiliate on Cat Sports 93 3 and 1340. We're a Kentucky affiliate there. And so that game is available tonight. If you want to listen to the game, now this is the Kentucky feed. If you are okay with that, you're you okay listening to Kentucky announcers, if you're a Marshall fan, then I invite you to tune in, check over to what's happening check in on cat sports 93 3 and thirteen forty. you can go to cat sports 93 3.com and you can listen to the stream there as well so we've got you covered if you want to maybe listen into that game now and then of course we're going to get you updated on that game if marshall wins uh, we'll definitely have tony kemper on our post game so so many things that are happening. I'm hoping we have a Marshall win tonight on the men's side. I'm hoping that the women have a victory over Kentucky. That would be amazing to have a win over the Kentucky Wildcats. It's an outstanding women's program. So, that would be a huge victory for Tony Kemper. So, we've got all of that to look forward to. Uh, there are some things that are happening in the sports world. We'll briefly go over that later on. We're going to talk about the West Virginia Power. I've got David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. He's going to join me to break it down for us and, and talk about what's next for the well, what's next for the organization as there will not be, at least at this time, West Virginia Power Baseball not part of the structure, the affiliated minor league baseball that's happening in 2021. So David Kahn will clear a few things up for us. We'll talk a little herd basketball with you as well later on. You can find me on social media, at Paul Swan on Twitter. Also, Facebook, plenty of options for you. We've got a a group and we've got a show page. You can like them both. Search The Drive with Paul Swan, both the page and the group. Always interesting things happening on social media. So looking forward to talking to you wherever you may be. When we continue, we're going to talk about what's happening in college football. There might be. There just might be a change in the Big Ten. We'll talk about it when we continue here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by and Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Heard basketball coming up tonight. We'll talk more about that at six o'clock. But we do have a quick preview for you coming up later on. Also, in a few minutes, uh, we're going to hear in our next segment from David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. Major League Baseball not inviting the West Virginia Power to be a part of affiliated minor league baseball in 2021. David will join us tomorrow. Tell us what he can from the organization standpoint, and. Of course, we'll get your phone calls in 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Big news today coming out of the Big Ten. It seems that the league has changed its policy that teams must play six games to be eligible for the conference championship game. So with that waived, Number 4, and undefeated Ohio State will face off against Northwestern on December 19th. This is going to be a logistical nightmare from what I'm understanding, but it's still probably the right thing to do if you are the Big Ten because, one, you have Ohio State undefeated, right now highly ranked, more than likely will be a representative in the playoff. That's the big issue here. You want to have a team that is in the playoff because, well, you make more money that way. That's basically how it works. You're making more money. Television exposure, money. Did I mention money? So you could do what you said you would do and say, look, nope, nope. But let's be honest. If you don't let Ohio State play in the Big Ten Championship, is it really – a Big Ten championship, and I'm going to actually say it's not. It's not valid if Ohio State's not in it. Let's be honest. Ohio State was going to beat Michigan, and if you're a Michigan fan, you're in denial. And if you're a Michigan fan, I'm really sorry for you. I don't know what's going on with you. But Ohio State was going to win that game. And so they're getting in. They're They're getting in. Let them play. And you know what? If you're the Big Ten, you made a good decision today. I mean, you can applaud yourself. And I'm sure a lot of fans are actually, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. For the most part, if you're in the Big Ten, are you okay with this? That, that might be something that I'm jumping to conclusions on. If I'm a fan in the Big Ten, am I okay with this? Do I care? Do I care that Ohio State has a chance to play for the national championship? Do I care that that's going to have a, a, a windfall, some revenue coming into the league? Do I care? And probably the answer is no. I probably don't care. I mean, would I care if another team in Conference USA would say undefeated? A team in Conference USA undefeated. And has a shot at an access bowl. Would I care? Well, that's a different question. That's completely a different question. Because that would benefit the league, and Conference USA is a smaller league. So that would be beneficial. So maybe I would care. But if I'm a fan of any team in the Big Ten... And I'm sitting here thinking, well, they get a shot at the championship. They get a shot at bringing lots of money into the Big Ten. Of course, being part of the playoff. Would I care about this? Of course, if I'm an Indiana fan, I'm sitting here going, wait a minute. Yeah, sure, they did beat, beat the Hoosiers, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. What are you doing? We got our seven games in. We got seven games in. Come on. We did what we needed to do, and that argument is going to be thrown out so many times. Again, queue uh, up FAU, folks. queue up FAU. Wait a minute. Sorry. We're going by the rules here. The rules are the rules, and, and right now it seems that conferences are going to change the rules to benefit the conference, or at least in the mindset of those leading the conference. So that's where we're at with the Big Ten right now. Uh, Some bowl news today. Yeah, they're playing bowls. I don't know if you remember that. They're playing some bowls. SMU selected for the Frisco Bowl. So the bowl bids are starting to come out. I can't wait to see uh, how that's going to break down. Will we see maybe a bowl bid for Conference USA teams before the championship game is played? That's a possibility. And then uh, didn't get this yesterday. But West Virginia's home opener with Robert Morris canceled because of COVID-19 issues. So that's where we're at right now. We're keeping an eye on everything. Uh, If there's going to be any more cancellations, any more announcements, uh, any more bowl bids that come down. And, of course, as I mentioned to you tonight, we've got basketball both on the men's and women's side. Uh, We have got, believe it or not, both broadcasts. Uh, We've got the Kentucky feed of the U.K. game with the Marshall women that is courtesy of the UK Sports Network. We're an affiliate on our sister station, Cat Sports, ninety three three and thirteen forty. So we've got that for you tonight. Also, we have got the men's game tonight. We go on the air at six o'clock with our pregame, and then seven o'clock will tip off or thereabouts. Seven o'clock, Marshall College of Charleston. And I know some of you have been asking the question about TV. It's on a service called Flow Sports. And again. Uh, We've got the game. We've got the radio feed for you. It's free. It's an opportunity for you to listen to the game and not have to spend a dime. I understand some of you are probably going to pony up. I believe it was under $13 when I checked. I could be wrong, but when I pulled it up, that was what it was asking me for. And so there's that option. You can pay $13, watch the game, and watch nothing else on Flow Sports or – You can just listen to it right here, and we got you covered on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So that's what we've got right now. When we come back, I want to talk to David Kahn, my friend from the West Virginia Power, good friend of mine, and uh, today... We find out that Major League Baseball has not invited the West Virginia Power to be a part of affiliated minor league baseball in 2021. David Kahn explains all when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our guests appear courtesy of the Miller Lite phone lines, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. All right. Usually, let me just preface this by saying, usually uh, when David Kahn comes on the show, there's going to be a lot of humor. There's going to be a lot of cutting up. Uh, Not today because we find out earlier that Major League Baseball not inviting the power to be a part of affiliated minor league baseball in 2021. David Kahn from the West Virginia Power joins me, and uh, there will be more tomorrow. But already um, the release basically uh, echoing what uh, everyone in the uh, Power family feels. Um, pretty sad, but uh, this doesn't mean that that'll be the end of baseball in Charleston.
1: No, it, it certainly doesn't. And uh, yeah, obviously a very sad day uh, for the city of Charleston, the state of West Virginia, and, and for the Power, of course. Um, you know, we were we were very hopeful that this day would not come and that, you know, we would be on the list of people to get invites from Major League Baseball, but uh, unfortunately, that's not the case. And, you know, we have that news, and now we have to move forward. So uh, there's a lot of, you know, still left to be sorted out and figured out. Uh, You know, one thing that I I do want to emphasize to everyone listening is that these are just invites from MLB teams to these minor league affiliates. Uh, They haven't accepted these invites. So uh, there is, you know, Albeit maybe a slim possibility that teams will reject those invites, and there might be a spot open for the power with some other team. You don't know, but uh, it's not a step in the right direction currently. And you know we're we're just kind of trying to figure out what's next at this point.
0: What does minor league baseball in 2021 look like? Its affiliated minor league baseball is this just a small reshuffling in the power? at this moment, not invited? Is there a major restructuring? Catch us up on that.
1: Yeah, so there's some teams being added from independent leagues, like the Somerset Patriots, the Sugarland Skeeters, the St. Paul Saints are all being uh, added into my, the minor league fold. Uh, a lot of teams are being reclassified, so going from low A to high A or triple A to low A, like Fresno. Uh, teams have switched affiliates. Like One of the bigger ones that I saw today was Uh, Amarillo is now with the Arizona diamondbacks, uh, Lansing has switched from the blue Jays to, uh, the Oakland athletics Columbia is now with the Royals. Um, you know, it's, I mean, it's all over the place. So, uh, from a logistical standpoint, I think the biggest thing that minor league baseball was looking to do is, is to coordinate travel and make travel easier and shorter for most of these teams, especially from one affiliate to the next. But yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of changes, uh, a lot of teams have new affiliates starting in the 2021 season. And, you know, that means new players coming to these ballparks that haven't experienced these cities before and haven't, you know, these fans haven't seen these players before. So I you know it's going to be, you know, uh, an exciting opportunity for those fans and those communities to get to have those players. But, yeah, minor league baseball is certainly going to look a little different uh, next year.
0: So will the leagues remain the same? Is this going to be a reshuffling completely top to bottom? You know. Walk me through that.
1: There will, yeah, so there there will still be teams low A through triple A. The leagues, most of them will remain the same, but teams might shift leagues. For instance, Hickory has been elevated to high A from low A. Now, there's a question of, will the South Atlantic League become a high A league, or will Hickory join the Carolina League? Uh, you know, there's an opportunity for a mid-Atlantic league to become a thing. There's talk of AAA becoming one league and doing east and west divisions. Uh, I mean, there are so many different machinations of this process that we really just don't know at this point. But, yeah, there's definitely talk of new leagues, uh, restructuring of divisions, smaller divisions to make travel easier. Uh, there, there, I guess that there's a million and one things out there that could happen.
0: David Kahn's with us from the West Virginia Power. Today, the word comes down that, at least at this point, Major League Baseball has not invited the West Virginia Power to be a part of what will be known as Affiliated Minor League Baseball in 2021. So... Now we sit and wait to see what everything looks like here in the next few weeks. And, of course, a lot of this is probably going to be slowed down because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So there's still a lot of questions to be answered here. But what will the West Virginia Power do? Or let, let's, let's walk this back for a second, David, uh, before you answer that. What was it that did not entice Major League Baseball to extend the invitation? What ultimately was it? do you feel that their decision led towards going another direction?
1: Uh, great question. Um, you know, what we've been told uh, from Major League Baseball and what all the teams were told is that it came down to the, the factors of player amenities, facility standards, travel, and, you know, just kind of, I guess, newness of the area or the city, whatever. The power's in the middle of the South Atlantic League. Check that out we have updated our facilities every single year in some way, shape, or form. Three-year-old video board, brand-new production facilities. Field gets maintained at least five years ago and was set to be maintained this year before the COVID-19 pandemic uh, happened. And We were going to completely laser-grade it and make it brand-new and fresh. We've upgraded our clubhouse amenities. We were in the process of building a new player, uh, a player living room area, clubhouse area, where they could hang out and eat outside of the additional clubhouse. You know, we were in talks with doing all of those things. Uh, You know, our facility is 15 years old, but it kind of looks brand new. It's in a great location in downtown Charleston. There's no issues with the facility at all. We consistently get really good grades from visiting teams that come in. So, uh, yeah, great question. I I really don't have an answer for you as to what it was that they determined that you know we would not be an affiliate uh, that would get an invite. But uh, you know, based on what Major League Baseball put down as their standards we met and exceeded them.
0: Now, as we've alluded to, this isn't the end, at least at this moment, of baseball in the capital city. Uh, There's a serious push to continue to have baseball in whatever form it would take. What are the options right now?
1: Uh, There's a million and one options right now, honestly. Uh, You know, there's been talk of uh, the Frontier League, another independent league, a summer amateur wooden back collegiate league, uh, and that's been all over the minor league baseball landscape for these teams that may not be affiliated anymore. So they, there's a million and one options out there, and we're exploring every single one of them. You know, Lexington put together this kind of, like, summer league this year with 40 or some odd major leaguers, including Brandon Phillips, so we've been talking to them about what they're doing. You know, there, there's a ton of things out there right now, Paul, that our, uh, our possibilities for us and you know, our, our main goal is to continue to have baseball in Charleston for many years to come and what that's going to look like we really don't know but we're going to have baseball in 2021 and beyond in some way shape form or fashion.
0: David Kahn's with us from the West Virginia Power. The news coming down today that Major League Baseball not inviting the power to be a part of what is known as the Affiliated Minor League Baseball, or at least that's the placeholder for everything here name-wise in 2021. You got a lot of support, not just from the city, obviously, which the city, I'm sure, has been very active, very vocal, top to bottom, including Mayor Amy Schuller. Good one. But you've got representatives, you have senators, you have everyone uh, involved at all levels of government trying to put their voice out there to help out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our, our state senators, uh, Governor Jim Justice, Amy Schiller Goodwin, the Charleston City Council, the Kanawha County Commission, all of our local and state officials, you know they have all been a driving force in this process, and, and we certainly cannot continue to thank them enough for all they've done to help us And they're still continuing to fight. You know, just because this news came out doesn't mean we're going to lay down and and roll over. You know, we're we're not done with this. Um, We're we're going to continue to continue to prove to Major League Baseball that we belong in the minor league landscape. And you know, we think we've done that, and we're going to continue to prove that we've done that in any way we can, and with as much force and as much you know backup as we have, and support from you know our state, our city, and our fan base. And you know, they are a huge, huge part of that.
0: David Kahn with me. He's from the West Virginia Power. We're hopefully going to see baseball return sooner than later to the capital city. And of course you've got other events that are always happening at the ballpark. It doesn't mean the ballpark shuts down tomorrow and nothing else is going to happen. Uh, That's the beauty of Appalachian Power Park. It's been a multi-use facility for several years and not just baseball, other events as well. So this doesn't mean that everyone just goes away waiting for baseball to come back. There's going to be all kinds of events going on.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, Appalachian Power Park is a part of the community, and it doesn't just mean for the baseball community. It's a part of the Charleston community, and, and we look to have as many different kinds of events with as many different kinds of people that we can have out there as possible. We proved that this year during one of the toughest times in our nation's history. And we're going to continue to do that in 2021, along with having some baseball. Again, what that will look like, we can't say right now. But, uh, you know, we're going to continue to open up our doors to the Charleston community.
0: Yeah, and keep in mind, uh, there's um, there's multiple uses for the ballpark. High school, of course, as well. So it's not as if baseball just disappears uh, from the ballpark. The ballpark will be a ballpark. And you're right. It's, it's been upgraded many times, and the facility has been... Definitely uh, improved upon the field. You mentioned that. Uh, it's, I don't get it, 15-year-old facility. It's not that old. And yeah, you know, the power very close to a lot of the parent clubs. I, mean, I know Cincinnati. I know Pittsburgh. Washington. I mean, do I need to go on? You could probably draw a map and put an arrow towards so many teams uh, that you're close to.
1: There are six major league affiliates with, with which the power are 355 miles or less from.
0: That's not terrible. That's easy to drive. Nope.
1: No, not at all. We, we, I have the map. I, I've, I've drawn the map, trust me. It, we, uh, I, I'm right there with you on that.
0: David come, my guest. Now, tomorrow, uh, there's uh, more coming up. Tomorrow, uh, we'll have um, – there'll be a press conference tomorrow to maybe go into more detail. So, uh, I'm sure you're probably not at liberty at this time to talk about that, but uh, definitely more coming out tomorrow, correct?
1: Yeah, more coming out tomorrow. Uh, we'll have a, a 10 a.m. virtual press conference for members of the media um, over Zoom. Uh, myself, Power General Manager Jeremy Taylor, Power Managing Partner uh, Tim Wilcox, will all be on the on the uh, the call as well. Uh, there will be a prepared statement, and we'll be uh, addressing any questions from the media at that time.
0: David Kahn with us from the West Virginia Power, and uh, hopefully, baseball will return to Appalachian Power Park sooner than later, and of course. Uh, David Kahn will be back on the show sooner than later. Of course, the co-host of Swan and Kahn, heard locally yes, yes. right here. I mean, we're the only radio affiliate of Swan and Kahn, but we're growing.
1: But that's okay. That's okay. It, it, it needs to start somewhere and then blossom into a, a burgeoning tree.
0: I like it. I like it. Um, you know, we've got some competition out there. You know, C.J. Harvey from Channel 8, he's got his own podcast now.
1: Uh, you know what? I don't. I don't like to be in competition with CJ because CJ's a dear friend, and and I I think maybe we should talk to the guys from what is, they call it? West Virginia Media Podcast. Is that their name?
0: Mountaineer um, Media Podcast.
1: That's it. That's it. We maybe we should do a, a collaboration.
0: We could. We could. We could just take that thing over.
1: <laughs> no, I don't want to take anything away from CJ. I like CJ.
0: I like CJ too, but he'd understand. No, no, no. He would, Wait, he let's, would let's, let's you know, talk. he, what he, by the end, end of the, the day, he would definitely, over. at the end of the day, he would go, you know what, you're right, Swan, thank you. You know what, David, thank no, you.
1: I, no, you know what, I, why don't we bring CJ, we could bring CJ into our show. Does Although get, it doesn't ring as well.
0: No, he doesn't get title, he doesn't get, uh, he doesn't get a title uh, mentioned. I
1: didn't say he got title endorsement, but no. he, he, he could be a, a third co host.
0: He could, he, he could be. He could be the third wheel of Swan and Khan.
1: There you go. That's it. We got it done.
0: I like it. Um, so, do we have to talk? What do we talk about on with with him? What what does he bring?
1: Uh, he brings a, a wealth of knowledge. I mean, you know, he he does do the Mountaineer Media podcast, so he you know he does have a, a very vast knowledge of of the state of West Virginia and and all that goes along with it. I'm sure he'd be I'm sure he'd be a, a very welcome addition for the podcast.
0: Yeah, you know what? He owes me too because I'm going to be quite honest with you. I'm sort of like a ghost producer of that show. I'm always telling CJ, here's who you need to talk to next. Well, you didn't I mean, know that. You look, didn't know that. I'm, I'm
1: know not going to get into the royalties that CJ
0: may owe you, but you can you can fight that out with me. Okay, well, I just want to make sure you get your cut and, and it doesn't come out of uh, you know, I mean, we're 50-50 in this. Yeah, so yeah. He, yeah, I just want to make sure yeah, I just want to make sure that, yeah, the, the pay structure stays the same. Because, no, you know,
1: we're, we're no, no, no. We're we're fine. Okay, we're we're good. Don't worry about
0: that. All right, because you know that's that's where everything starts falling apart. You know when when somebody gets the big yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're, yeah,
1: yeah. we have we, got an account in the Cayman Islands. We're fine. Okay. Oh,
0: oh, good, good. David, come with me. <laughs> My friend David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Oh, I'll talk to you soon. Uh, we'll, you know what? I might just randomly call you like I usually do now and then. We'll, we'll, we'll have I mean, it
1: out. Right. You know what? Go for it. I'm always I'm always happy to join you,
0: All, all right, David Kahn uh, from the West Virginia Power. Uh, lock in tonight, man. We got basketball tonight. Uh, we got the herd in College of Charleston. You know, so you you can listen to that tonight. Uh, yes, yeah. yep,
1: certainly can. Uh, West Virginia, I know, is supposed to play Robert Morris tonight, but they got called off
0: due to COVID nineteen. So, uh, all eyes on the hurt. There you go. I was just saying, you, you don't have Robert Morris West Virginia tonight. You can just watch. Uh, you actually listen because uh, Flow Sports. Are you familiar with Flow Sports? Yes, I am familiar with Flow Sports. You, do you have a login? No. <laughs> Please. I'm just asking. Do you see well, how much
1: I'm, I j- not, I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't have that much pull.
0: I was gonna say, have you seen how much they're charging?
1: Yeah, twenty bucks.
0: Is it twenty? I thought it was twelve ninety five. I've been telling people wrong here. It's twenty dollars.
1: Uh for like a year subscription. Yeah,
0: twenty dollars for a year subscription. I think. Okay. Well, like twelve ninety five for uh for like a month or something.
1: I I don't. Yeah, I am not gonna pay it.
0: I don't. I'm not either. I'm gonna I,
1: I'd much rather turn on Steve Cotton
0: and listen to that. Exactly. There you go. David Kahn with us, West Virginia Power. We'll we'll talk soon. Quick timeout. We come back and we'll have more on the way. The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Coming up in a few short minutes, Huntington Federal Savings Bank College basketball today. Thundering Herd on the road. Again, taking on the College of Charleston. We're going to have that game for you. It's going to tip off at 7 o'clock-ish, 6.30 airtime. Steve Cotton will have all the action for you. But we'll get you started coming up tonight right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Thundering Herd, College of Charleston. And then on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340, uh, we're going to have the UK Sports Network feed of Marshall women's basketball taking on the Kentucky Wildcats tonight. Again, that is on Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. You can go to our website to stream that game at catsports933.com. So we've got you covered all over the place tonight for the Thundering Herd, but uh, stay tuned. We're going to hear from Dan Dan Tony here in the next few minutes. Also uh, we're going to hear from Tony Kemper. we got got Tavion Kenzie. We've got Jared West. We've got all of those guys uh, previewing this one. Uh, We'll take a look at what's happening in Conference USA and the Top 25. Uh, We'll go over what happened again with uh, Marshall football, so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. So all of that's coming up here in the next few minutes on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and 93.7 The Dog as well. This game on Flow Sports, but that's a little pricey. You want to listen to the voice of the herd, Steve Cotton, anyway. That's what you want to do. But that's what we've got coming up for you here tonight. No herd game on Friday. And after tonight for the men's basketball team, uh, we've got the Bobcats, Ohio Bobcats, coming in on Sunday. So we have got basketball tonight and then you've got a few days off from the Herd until Sunday. So no action on Thursday, no action on Friday, no Saturday. Um, again, here's another week without Saturday football. What are we going to do? Well, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to hope the Herd wins tonight. We're going to hope that everything plays out on Sunday. And then we're going to hope that we are getting ready for Marshall in the conference championship game that Will more likely be here at Huntington. Again, none of this is official until the release comes out stating it, but you heard the conference tiebreaker pretty much FAU and Marshall are going to be considered tied with the new standards, and then the head to head tiebreaker in the favor of the herd since Marshall has already met up against FAU and defeated the Owls. That's where we're standing right now. We'll have more clarity hopefully here in the next few days as the week plays out. Guess what? We are about a few minutes away from basketball. Marshall taking on College of Charleston, the Cougars coming to radio near you. And let me tell you, just give you, I'm going to give you a quick preview of this. Uh, Jared West um, talking about how physical the Cougars are, he said that uh, pretty much—actually, um, you know what? I'm saving that for you. I'm making you tune in here because I got a great quote from Tavion Kinsey. Talked about how last year the Cougars like the bully teams. I'm going to save some of that stuff for you. So you guys stay tuned. 6 o'clock coming up here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and on 937 the dog and again a quick reminder uh, for those of you maybe who would like to listen into the women's game that's going to be courtesy of the UK Sports Network we're an affiliate on Cat Sports 933 and 1340 so we've got that game for you as well coming up tonight Marshall basketball stay tuned more coverage here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930